we're going to turn to 1 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. It's 1 Corinthians 5. Again, we say God bless you for your faithfulness throughout this year. Hallelujah. What a special time it is to just remember what the Lord has done for us. 1 Corinthians 5. If there's ever a time that we come before God and and just recognize, hallelujah, just how serious this is. It ought to be today. I believe every day of our lives. We talked this morning a little bit about authenticity. Mentioned how God has called us to, to be real. Amen. Not to be plastic, fake. And uh, this is the time more than ever that we, we look at ourselves and and examine ourselves in light of what has been done for us. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 5, before we read it, help us pray. Father, we love you again. We thank you for your presence in this house. Lord, thank you for, Lord, just already working in this service and God moving among us, God, in a special way. I thank you, Lord, that, Lord, you're preparing our hearts and you are dealing with us, God, already. And I pray, God, that you'd give us all an ear to hear what your spirit would say to us. God, help us not to, Lord, harden our hearts, but God, to, Lord, to just surrender ourselves fully to you, God, and talk to us tonight. Lord, speak to us tonight. God, feed us tonight, God. And we thank you for it, Lord. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 1 Corinthians 5, verse 7. Talking about a very serious situation in the church. But God speaks to them through the Apostle Paul and says, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice, and wickedness, but the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. God bless you. You can be seated. We're going to title this tonight, The Missing Ingredient. The Missing Ingredient. God obviously is working through the Apostle, but as Paul deals with a very serious situation in the church, the church had sin, and you might say, well, don't we all? Jesus came to take care of that. They had a very casual attitude, what is very common today. And I believe an understanding of First and Second Corinthians would be good for all of us because it's a church that, that God is showing us that, that was carnal was worldly it was it, it, it was immature and so often we see that in the world today but paul deals with them and and is very blunt with them just like god is and he brings together in dealing with their situation he brings together the old testament shadows the old testament symbolism of the passover brings that together with a New Testament understanding of the church, of Jesus, and of communion. 
as we look at communion today, as we look at the Passover, we recognize, and I'm sure most of us are familiar with the the story of how God's people ended up in slavery in Egypt and God was going to set them free. God worked in such a way that as with all the Old Testament, it's pointing to Jesus. It's pointing to a plan and a purpose in the heart and mind of God. And as he's getting ready to get them out of the bondage of slavery that Pharaoh had over them, oh, we can look back at that and see, oh, I was bound in the chains of sin. I was a slave to sin, and the devil had his hand on me. But thank God Jesus set me free. He's getting ready as they cry out to him to liberate them, take them out of an old life and into a new And God tells Moses, tell those people to take a lamb. Take a spotless lamb. Take a a perfect lamb and and kill that lamb. Shed its blood. You're going to take that blood and you're going to put it on your doorpost, on the lintel. You're going to put it on your house and you're going to dwell under that blood. And because of that, the the enemy, the, the death angel is going to pass over your household. I'm sending death. I'm sending a plague of death. And everybody without that blood is going to come under that plague. But I'm going to make a way through the shed blood of that lamb to protect you from the death angel. Not only that, then in the morning you're going to get out of Egypt and you're no longer going to be slaves to to Pharaoh anymore. Amen. And he tells them, that night I want you to prepare some bread. I want you to get some some dinner ready, some some uh, a dinner prepared, and but you you don't have a lot of time. You got to do it in haste because I'm getting ready to do a quick work in you. I'm getting ready to get you out of here, and we're not playing games anymore. Amen. Say so you're going to make some bread, but at the time that you have is so short in in this land of Egypt that I'm going to tell you to make it without leaven, without yeast. Just a term that is used for for, le- for yeast. And we're not going to give it time to rise. We're not going to give it time to, to, to go through that process of leavening. You're going to eat this unleavened bread in this time that you are going to be protected from the death angel. Hallelujah. That bread would represent one day, as well as the Lamb, our salvation today. That now we understand that our sins have us in chains. Amen? That our old life, I'm telling you, we're not looking at those in the world and trying to condemn and and point a finger and be judgmental. Hey, they're shackled like you and I were. Amen? They need a Savior. Hallelujah. Sin is a is bondage, but God is going to set us free. Amen. And that lamb, that perfect lamb, that, that its blood was shed and placed on the, the doorposts and the lintel of the home, it, it, it foreshadowed, it pointed to the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. A perfect lamb, a pure lamb, a lamb without sin. Amen. The missing ingredient. 
because we're going to see as, as we look in this text and you'll see in other places about the leaven that would that would affect the 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 the, the bread how how in the Passover feast in the deliverance of the people of God that ingredient was left out when Jesus came to give his body to be broken for our salvation he was a man like you and I he felt every bit of the pain he was fully God yet he came as fully man amen with a nature of divinity as well as a nature of humanity God with us and as man he suffered as man he died but there was a missing ingredient the leaven of sin. He came without that sin. He came pure, without the nature of fallen man, so that he could be our Passover lamb. He could be our our sacrifice for sin that would be acceptable to a holy God. Amen. Hallelujah. That Passover feast. Paul now says, now you're going to keep that Passover with, without the, the leaven, without the leaven of sin. Because the same way Jesus' body was without that ingredient of sin. Praise God. God's saying, I've called you out of this world. Amen. I know false doctrine is, is the norm, sadly. There's a lot of people who don't recognize and realize sin is... Sin is not only affecting your relationship with God, it'll affect the church. Amen. Paul said, listen, purge that out. Purge out that old leaven. Get that, get that sin out of you. Amen. If, you are, if you're too comfortable with sin that you don't want Jesus to deliver you from that, then, then Paul says, purge it out. Help us, Lord. He said we, we ought to be a, a, the body of Christ that, that God take that ingredient out of us. He shed His blood that you can be free. He shed His blood to give you victory over sin. He said, keep that feast not with old leaven, neither with malice and wickedness. Oh, aren't we all wicked? Jesus came to set you free from that. Amen. We're dealing today with a generation where sin is acceptable. Help us, God. We uh, we spent some time today and with our son and our granddaughter, and he had his phone out and was playing cute little kids' songs, and and I said, "Let me see that." I uh, I heard a little bit of something. I I don't know if it's true or not. I like to look things up before I just spread a bunch of gossip. Amen. I like to check out my sources. But I said, I, "I've I'm hearing that same." innocent little uh, channel people are looking at on YouTube has gone woke. He said, I think I've heard everything about a thousand times. I don't see any of that. I just punched in a little bit. I said, look at this. Here's two, da- two gay dads singing to their little little boy to go in the closet and look for a dress or look for a princess outfit or look with, and sing a song about how do you feel. I want to tell you something. This world is, is polluted with sin. People are bound by that. And it's just slipping into every area of her life. And even my son, who's not in church, he said, Dad, I, I don't care if people want to live their lives, but, but, but why push it on my baby? 
why slip it into things and try to press it into, into my home if I don't want it there? I said, because sin is dangerous. Amen. And we can look out there and say, oh, what a mess that is. And it is. But judgment has to start here. We need to look at ourselves and say, who am I to, who am I to try to figure things out when I've got to, Lord, work in me. Work in me. Amen. Hallelujah. We talk about the Passover lamb. Talk about the body of Christ. And, and the church is the body of Christ. And together we look at what Jesus did for us today and remember that that sinless sacrifice came to set us free. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 11. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Aren't you glad for Calvary? 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. Paul says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. This was the bringing together of every one of those facets that we talked about there in 1 Corinthians 5. Here is a Passover service, if you will, a dinner of Passover. But yet there is the Passover lamb. There, the one that is breaking the bread would be the bread that would be broken. The one that takes the, the bread without leaven was the bread without sin, the missing ingredient. And he's talking there to, to his followers, to his disciples, bringing them together. And it says, when he had given thanks, he broke it. And said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. This is what Jesus asked us to do to remember him. This is an ordinance. This is a principle that Jesus set forth. Hallelujah. To remember that he was given his life for us. To recognize and to honor and respect that as he lived his life and came to this earth to, to save sinners, praise God, that he would allow himself. You remember how we preached to you this morning about choosing to obey God? When things get difficult, when everything seems like it's falling apart, I'm going to make a choice to obey God. Amen? Jesus made a choice every step of the way. He knew and he told them. They said, not so. Peter got a hold of him and, and said, no, it's not going to happen. How could that be? He said, get behind me, Satan. When they took him in the garden, when they began to handle him roughly, when they began to, to, to buffet his body, to beat him, punch him, slap him, mock him, Man, that flesh without, with a missing ingredient of sin. That could have at any time called the legions of angels to come and rescue him. Made a choice every moment. 
to allow his creation, to allow those with sinful hands to break his body. You remember that. He chose. He said, they're not taking my life from me, but I give my life a ransom for many. That every step, when they took that, that whip and beat his back bloody, I don't know how many times, again, you be careful. I don't know how many times I've seen preaching, listened to preaching, read articles to so many people. And so often they'll say, well, 39 times they beat his back. 39 stripes they, they beat his back. Hear me now. The Jews, the Hebrews under the law of Moses said that you can only beat a man 39 stripes, 39 lashes of the whip. They were setting forth, God was setting forth, that you could not excessively beat a man within an inch of his life. You had to stop at 39 stripes. Because anything more than that, you might die. The Romans didn't have that law. The Hebrews weren't beating him. It was the Romans that were beating him. The cruelty that the Roman Empire would practice had no 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 restrictions of godliness, of holiness, of, of the old covenant. Had no understanding of the Jewish laws. They had no respect for what God handed Moses on the mountain of Sinai. As they beat him and laid open his body, every stripe upon his back, he chose to take it. The one that created the hands that began to, that, that, we, that wielded that, that cat and nine tails. He created them and, and, and chose to continue on knowing that the promise was already set forth that by His stripes we could have healing. His body with the missing ingredient was given to the smiters to be spit upon. To be mocked and ridiculed. To be taken and beaten with that, with the, the whip. and To be laid upon a cross and hung by nails in His hands and His feet. To be lifted up above the earth and hang on those raw bloody wounds. To be made a spectacle. To be made a mockery. To understand that every bit of Jewish law and Jewish understanding and Jewish culture said, curse be a man that hang on tree. Heard probably one of the most prominent of today's political commentators who is also a prominent Jew say, there's just no way that he could be a Messiah. We could not respect a man hung on a tree, hung on a cross. That's a curse to us. He took that curse. He gladly bore that curse. How often I've said and, and thought about the cruelty. Somebody didn't just find a crown of thorns laying around. Somebody with a cruel, evil heart thought it'd be a funny joke. He calls himself a king. I'll give him a crown. I'll thrust that thing on his head and 
as, as the blood freely flows from his, his scalp over his face that has been beaten and marred beyond recognition. Little did they know that he bore the curse of the earth, the thorns and the thistles that were cursed to grow on this earth. He bore that. Paid a price that the curse would be lit. became that curse. He said, this is my body which is broken for you. This is my body. Every, every moment on that cross, hanging between heaven and earth, hanging as a spectacle as they mocked and, and, and ridiculed Him, chose to suffer as His body was broken for us. Hallelujah. The Bible says the same time, the same night He was betrayed, He took that bread. Today, we remember... We remember the price that He paid by the unleavened bread. This bread was made this afternoon without any yeast, with a missing ingredient. And today we thank God that as He took the bread and broke it, that He gave His body to be broken for us. Can we bow our heads and thank God in the breaking of the bread? Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank You, God, in I thank you, Lord, for your, that you gave your body to be broken. I thank you, Lord, that you gave yourself to the whip. You gave yourself to those that would smite you. You gave yourself to the crown of thorns so that I could be healed, so that I could be given life. Lord, you took the curse so that I could be free. Oh, somebody thank you. Hallelujah. We break this bread today, God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the body that has been broken. We thank you for every time that they they beat you. They spit upon you. As He hung there on that cross. Hallelujah. Praying, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for for the nails that were placed in your hands and your feet. Thank you, Lord, for the whip that was placed on your back. And every moment that you chose to continue on, every moment that you chose to give yourself as the Lamb that would take away the sins of the world, Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 11, reading on in verse 25. It says, after the same manner also he took the cup. 
when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. The Bible clearly tells us that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. We see from the very earliest chapters of the Bible when man has fallen and, and has sinned. He hides himself, does his best to cover himself. God comes seeking to save that which was lost. And after the conversation of God with Adam and Eve, the Bible says He covers them with skins. Amen? I can say the last time I checked, in order to get skins, there has to be a death. Blood has to be shed. Nothing clean, nothing pretty about getting skin off of an animal. There had to be a death. There had to be a substitution. That animal didn't deserve to die. Adam and Eve deserved to die. But there again, right there in the garden is a perfect picture of one that would come that didn't deserve to die, that had a missing ingredient in his life. But he paid the price for me. Shed his blood. And there is a a scarlet thread, if you will. A theme throughout the Word of God that points to the blood. That points to the blood. Whether it is the, the sacrifice there in the garden, whether it is the bloodless sacrifice of Cain that God said, hey, if you would do well, you'd be accepted. Whether it's the scarlet cord that hung from Rahab's window. That the spies said, you want to be saved from, from the army and the judgment that's coming? Get your family in that, that house and stay within that, that home. And you'll be safe under that scarlet thread. Just like the Hebrews that were safe under the blood. And on and on and on throughout the Word of God. Every sacrifice, every lamb that was slain. Every every time they would come to the temple and offer the the lamb or the bullock, it was it was something else dying. But I was the sinner. I was the one that that is acknowledging that I did wrong and all pointing to Jesus, pointing to that one that would come in the form of humanity, that divinity would dwell in humanity and take on my my sin. He that did no sin. There's a controversy I know in the day, and, and I've had lengthy conversations and Bible studies with a lot of people a lot of times. The same way there's a missing ingredient in the bread, there's a missing ingredient in the cup. The leaven that would cause the bread to rise and was kept out of the bread is the same process that causes juice to ferment into alcohol. It's interesting to me, something that I was looking at this year that never really connected with the communion supper, but there is a, uh, a greater trend, if you will, nowadays or 
for people that cook at home and and try to try to be healthy. There's a there's a uh, a surge in in people trying to make things that that are fermented foods like. Maybe homemade uh, sauerkraut that you can make from scratch or, or, or maybe a Korean version kimchi or, or kombucha, things like that that are fermented. And if you start to study and look at this idea of fermentation, a lot of the chefs or cooks, they'll tell you what's really happening in this if you want to take all the scientific jargon and bring it down to just, uh, you know, simple layman's terms. You are... You're, you're doing what's called a controlled rot. You're letting something spoil, but you're controlling it. Because when you, get a, when you start to ferment cabbage, you're going to smell some things. Amen. When you start making some of these things, you're going to, there's going to, you're going to t- say, something, something turn in that. Yeah, yeah, but there's a way to do that in a way that it's going to be healthy for you if you control that. And, and, uh, but it is a rot nonetheless. Can I tell you something about what the Word of God says in the book of Psalms? In Acts 2, he, Peter quotes the book of Psalms, says, You won't leave my soul in hell, neither will you suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Because the missing ingredient kept the, the rot of sin out of the body of Christ when he died. Also in Acts 13, it says, Wherefore he saith also in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. The same leaven that is taken out of the, the bread is also taken out. There's a missing ingredient in the cup. Because the blood of Jesus Christ is pure of that ingredient of sin. If you would take some time and look into the idea of fermentation in the cup, it is a leavening process. There has to be a, a leavening agent that is introduced to take those sugars and turn them into something that can intoxicate. But Jesus was that one that did not have that ingredient of sin in his blood. That, therefore, it could be given as a sacrifice unto us. Not one time do you see... Even I believe it's something that is so carefully worded when you start looking in all the Gospels. Never once does he he'll say, hey, when you take the fruit of the vine, or when you'll take the cup, never once even using that term that might be confused wine. Because he's a holy God, and he's given his holy blood for us. Because when the Bible says they looked on him, and it was time for the sacrifice to die. And everything was done just, just as God had, had prescribed, had prophesied. See, the Passover lamb was, the blood was to be shed. And you'll see in the, the, the laws of that lamb that, that it ought not to have its, any bones broken. And also in the book of Psalms when many, many years prior to the, the crucifixion and even years prior to the understanding of what crucifixion would ever become. The Bible talks about all his bones being whole, all his bones being able to be told. There was no broken bone. The practice of crucifixion was that as they hung there on the cross... It was a suffering. It was a, a cruel, not only a, a, of, of, of ridicule and mockery, but it was a time of, of intense suffering. A time when 
as we've spoken so often that that somehow through the the moments and the hours that would drag on that somehow you had to support your your weight by these the these nails in your hands and in your feet and to be able to somehow when your when your body would slump down as your your lungs would begin to fill with fluid you'd have to press up from your feet to try to stretch out your abdomen just to be able to get another breath and there was this cycle of of trying to hold yourself up and and something forward and pushing yourself up and just trying to balance the weight from your hands to your feet just to get another breath to they say that the the, the sensation of not only the pain and the rawness of, of the wounds in your hand where the whole weight of your body is hanging there and the roughness of the cross that would be on that raw, broken back, but just the sensation of feeling like you're drowning in your own, the fluids that are filling up in your lungs moment by moment that every breath is another tedious, laborious task. That when they were done with their show, when they were done with the ridicule and the mockery, when they had enough, they would just come by and end it all and take a a rod, a club, if you will, and just come by and break their legs with one, one just swipe of that club. Therefore, rendering it impossible to pull yourself up to get that next breath where finally you would succumb by just drowning in the fluid that had filled up your lungs from all the trauma that you had just uh, endured. But they come to Jesus and say, the soldier who had done this who knows how many times comes to Jesus and sees, says that he's already dead and makes the choice rather than to hit his, break his legs take his sword and pierce his side that outflowed the blood and the water. His blood was shed just like the Passover lamb. That because of that blood that had the missing ingredient, because of that blood that had no sin, that had not the leaven of sin like we do, we can look to the Lamb of God and be saved. Oh, can we just bow our heads and lift our voices to him one more time and thank him he chose every breath to suffer for your sin he paid a price a horrible price to free you from your sin Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to read on 1 Corinthians 11, verse 26. As we have talked about the symbolism of the Passover feast, as we look at the actual body and blood of Jesus, as we look at the the elements of uh, of the bread and the cup and the and the 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 significance of the symbolism there now we look at the church we look at our lives 
For as often, verse 26, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. As I said earlier, they're, they're in light of showing the Lord's death, there is an aspect of deep gratitude. Amen? But there ought to be also an attitude of, Lord, you did that because of my sin. How dare I come into the presence of God to show that sacrifice again and hold on to my sin. No, let it go. Turn from sin. Wherefore, verse 27 says, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. What does that mean? Are any of us worthy? Of course not. But to take it unworthily means to partake of it with the wrong attitude of, of the price that was paid. It would be so... I'm not worth the price that was paid. But in order for for me to receive this great gift, I must change my attitude about my sins. I must look at my sin now in light of the cross and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Take this from me and don't let me walk away with it. To come and partake of this without a repentant heart, without a heart that is humble and broken and saying, God, take all of me. Is taking it unworthily. Look what it says. And shall be guilty of the blood, the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. With the wrong attitude towards sin in us, sin in the church. We show His death. How dare we come before the One whose eyes see all and say, God, I'll thank You for it, but I won't give up my sin. You're guilty of this sacrifice. Don't gloat. Don't be proud of your sin. Hide it under the blood. Get rid of it. Let go of that sin. Let God deal with you. Don't harden your heart. Don't be don't don't stiffen your neck. Let God take everything from you and let God cleanse you. We're not worthy, but He has come to cleanse us. And if we accept that and, and turn to Him, He'll wash you and make you clean. That's why He was telling them in First Corinthians five, get rid of that leaven. That affects the whole lump. That affects the whole body. Get rid of that. That's that sin that Jesus paid a price for that. But let a man examine himself. So let him eat of that bread. God wants you to be a part of this. God wants you to partake of this. Don't say no to what God has done for you. See, it kind of puts us on a spot. Because if I say, no, I'm too humble, I'm not worthy, I don't want to take that. You're denying what Jesus gave you freely. Every moment of that choice, you say, no, it's not for me. But don't take it with with a life of guiltiness that isn't washed in His blood either. Amen. It's time that we say, God, thank you. Thank you for this. But we take time. We take time to do exactly what He said. And we're going to... We're going to do this just now. Examine ourselves so that we can eat that bread and drink that cup. Let me read the, 
these few more verses. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. You say, well then, I know people, I've said, oh, well, and I won't take it, I don't want to do that. But if you say no, you proudly proclaim, I have no part in it. No, don't, don't, don't not take communion. Come and examine yourself. Repent of your sins. Give it all to God. Lay it on the altar and say, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for paying that price. Thank you. I've been forgiven. That's the will of God. For if we judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Hallelujah. Let's just come and gather around the front of this church and take a little time and Not only thank Him for what He's done for us, but examine ourselves. Oh, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's take some time. Listen, God will forgive you here tonight of your sins. If you'll let Him, if you'll turn from them, if you'll lay them down, He'll wash you in His blood. He'll cleanse you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Search me, God. Jesus did this for you. Listen. He did it for you. He did it for you. He did it for you. He didn't do it any more for me than He did for you. He didn't do it any more for your brother or your sister than He did it for you. Every moment, every moment that was a choice to keep on going, every moment when they mocked Him, every moment when they beat Him, every moment that His life slipped from him he did it for you oh here i am lord here i am hallelujah search me god search me god search me god oh i surrender all lord i surrender all let it be your prayer god let it be your prayer church let it be your prayer god help us lord Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, how good it is that together we can come before Him thanking Him for what makes us a church, what makes us His body. It's that sacrifice that He gave with a missing ingredient. Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Oh, help us, Lord. We look to You. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, search me, oh God. And know my heart today. Try me, O Savior. Know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me.
sin and set me free. Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Savior, know my thoughts, I pray, see if there be some wicked way in me, cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to take a few more moments here before we get up and take the cup and the bread. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Just reach out to God tonight. Oh, hallelujah, 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 God. God's paid such a great price for you. So often we we look at the cross and we have sanitized it with pictures and jewelry. and Oh, there's nothing... Nothing about it that doesn't scream that sin is an abomination to God. And there's nothing about it that just doesn't scream that we need a payment for sin and what a price He paid for us. And tonight as we get ready to take this communion supper together as a church body, as, a, as, as the people of God... Hallelujah. We do it not only in thanks and gratitude, but we do it recognizing the great price that was paid. Jesus loves you. He wants you to be in heaven with Him. Jesus paid this great price every moment choosing to suffer so that you would not have to suffer the flames of hell. So that you would not have to go on in sin. That he could break every chain. And that the enemy would have no longer any hold over you. This great price has been paid so that you can be free indeed. And as we come to the end of this year and we take this together. Oh, we are thankful that we don't have... Egypt doesn't have a hold over us. The devil doesn't have a hold over us. Sin doesn't have a hold over us. We're going into this new year thanking God for victory. Thanking God for victory over sin. Thanking God for victory over the devil. Thanking God for a new life. Those old sins don't have dominion over you any longer. That old life doesn't have power over you any longer. He's come to set the captives free. Oh, now there can be a missing ingredient in you. Now God can take that sin out of you and give you a new heart and a new mind. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Lord, break every chain. Lord, free every heart and every mind. Lord, destroy every fear and every doubt. In Jesus' name. Oh, come on. Somebody's getting victory right now. There's healing in this house. There's deliverance in this house. There's victory here for you tonight. Oh, He came and paid the price for you to be free indeed. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to His great name. Yes, God, break every chain. Lord, destroy the yoke of the enemy, God. Lord, bring liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's make our way, if you will. Take a cup. Take a piece of bread. Just hold on to it for a little while. We're going to take it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, 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 God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What love. What wondrous love. God would love a sinner such as I. Oh, hallelujah. Think of the love that God has for you that He would do such a thing. That He would pay such a price. That's why I say so often, there's no, there's nobody that wants to be in heaven as much as God wants you to be in heaven. Because look what He did to get you there. So many times we stumble. So many times we... We failed, but God, oh, He went all the way to Calvary. Went all the way to the tomb and rose again. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to Your name, God. He didn't quit. He didn't quit. He didn't give up. Hallelujah. Every step of the way, every breath, every lash, every drop of blood, Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, this is why He was born. This is why He lived. Oh, hallelujah. This is why He died for for us. To have this victory over sin. 
Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, that's it. Come on, just love Him. Just love Him. Thank you for it, God. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Come on, I believe somebody's going home with victory tonight. Somebody's going home with some chains broken tonight. Somebody's going home with healing tonight. Because by His stripes you were healed. By His stripes you were healed. Oh. oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Again, as we read, for I received the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Church, let's take of the bread and of the cup in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that. For me. Thank you that you did it for me. Lord, you saw my sins. You saw the times I've failed you. Before you ever went to the cross, my, the words that I spoke, you took the guilt, the cursing, the lying, the gossip. You, t- you took it and you didn't do it. Every sin I've ever committed, God, you took it to the cross. Lord, you hung there. It wasn't your sin. It was my sin. Oh, Lord, today we look to the Lamb of God. It takes away the sins of the world. 
Every time we failed, Lord, every time you knew, but you still did it. Lord, you knew, Lord, but you still suffered and died for me, God. For Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you died for my sin. Lord, they beat you because I was a sinner. Lord, they hung you on a cross as a like you were the sinner, but it was me, God. It was me, God, all along. Oh, God. Lord, you did it for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for not stopping. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you, Lord, because without it, it would be lost. But, oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. For he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. Surely he bore my sorrows. And by his stripes I am healed. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. Surely he bore my sorrows. And by His stripes I am healed. Oh, hallelujah. Now I would cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. And I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down and I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Oh, give Him glory. Give Him praise. We love You, Lord. Oh, we love You, Jesus. Oh, 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory, glory, glory to his name. Yes. Oh, you can have the Holy Ghost because of the blood. You can be filled because of your sins been paid for. You can have victory because of the Calvary. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, we thank you, Lord, for Calvary. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you for a love that passes knowledge, God. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for, Lord, paying the price that no one else could pay. For making us free, Lord. And we couldn't do it ourselves. And God, we come, Lord, thanking you. Lord, for everything that you've done, that we can leave this house, the devil is defeated. Sin has been paid for. And we walk in newness of life because of you. We walk free, Lord, because you took that curse. We are free, Lord, because you paid that price. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, now I pray you just go with each one, Lord. Keep us in this, Lord, this, this beautiful, beautiful presence of your Spirit, Lord. And guide us, Lord, in a, Lord, to higher heights. Lord, guide us in your will. And we give you alone every bit of the glory and every bit of the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church. God bless you. Hallelujah.